turbulence is the price you pay for flying high. So whenever you're flying high, you're going to have some bumpy areas. That's why I want to admonish you to don't give up, but hang in there. Peace be upon the saints and to all those who are um, listening. Um, um, this is part two of uh, Chosen, God's Plan of Grace and Truth. And I really want to focus on um, something that I focused on last video, um, and that is predestination. Um, and as I uh, talk to a, a lot of young people, and I hear the conversations of uh, young people, I'm 26, so, you know, in, in, in that uh, age bracket, or around that age bracket, and even um, older um, believers, um, it's hard to reconcile um, certain passages of scripture when it comes to predestination. Um, but uh, what I want to do is I just want to share some light on this uh, thing uh, called predestination in regards to being chosen for salvation. Um, I don't know it all, but one thing I do, I strive to be accurate by the unction of the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, I just really want to... Uh, you know, uh, tell the truth, man. Um, that one has come from uh, growing um, in my uh, relationship with the Word of God um, because my flesh don't want to do, you know, what I'm doing now, and that's tell the truth, at least for the glory of God. Uh, my flesh don't want to sit here. My flesh don't want anything to do with God because it cannot be subject to God because it is governed by the carnal mind. And the carnal mind is enmity against God and neither can it be subject to the law of God. But my inward man wants to glorify God. Me being a new creature wants to glorify God and all that um, I do. Um, so, yeah. Um, um, Romans eight twenty nine. I want to start there. As I stated earlier, um, I want to uh, just share some light on, you know, being predestined. Um, Romans 8.29, um, it's a, you know, kind of famous scripture. But it reads, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. For whom he foreknew. Now, um, I'm going to boast of the Lord because I know he's given me the gift of teaching. And um, as I look back over several years of my life, those years are a confirmation of him uh, gifting me with the gift of teaching. So uh, uh, one of the elements of teaching is uh, defining terms and I'm going to define a few terms here in the uh, scripture, Romans 8, 29. Um, and the first one is for new. And if you understand etymology, it just means a breakdown of words. Um, and we see the word for and the word for new or the root word for meaning sim simply um, before. Um, because we know God knows beforehand what the future holds. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. Um, 
he he knows all things. He's Alpha and Omega, uh, beginning and the end. Um, scripture uh, in the old says that he declares the ending from the beginning. So for just simply means before. Um, and one of those key words that is uh, used um, or that key word is used in Matthew 6 and 8, where it says, therefore, do not be like them, which are the heathens in, uh, in the passage when he's telling them, you like, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Um, he's telling them, don't worry about what you should eat or drink or what you should wear, you know. Don't seek those things. Then he says, for your father, this is Jesus talking, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Amen. So just a little side note. Understand that prayer is bowing to the will of God. Bowing to the will of God. Amen. Prosukamai. That's the word. So you can research that on your own. So whom he foreknew. So before God even created the the first angel or the first angels, he already knew what he was going to do. And it's hard to fathom that being human because we are limited in understanding. For Paul declared in 1 Corinthians that we we now see in a glass darkly, right? We now see in a glass darkly. So we are limited in understanding. So I can be corrected, but you cannot correct the word of God. So that's why I strive to make sure that what I'm saying is found in the word of God. And if I need to be corrected on anything, you can come to me. Um, you can hit me up on YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's really about it. I really don't do um, the social media, Instagram or whatever, but predestined, man. We have been predestined for uh, eternal salvation with our Lord and Savior, um, Yeshua, man, our creator, man, the word, the one who is invisible, but we're going to see him because we're going to be like him according to First John uh, 3, uh, 1 and 2. So whom he foreknew. So we got uh, foreknew, foreknowledge, right? That's the attribute of God. So he knows all things before uh, they even take place. And then it says in Romans 8, 29, he also predestined. He predestined, right? He predestined, meaning that he already determined what is going to take place before it even took place. And if it took place, that means it was supposed to take place because he determined for that to take place. And we see that um, in Acts Chapter two, where uh, Peter declared that uh, God determined Christ to be uh, sent to the cross. And we see in Isaiah 53 uh, where the Holy Spirit uh, or God himself, if I can uh, state that, um, said that it pleased the father to bruise him. It pleased uh, uh, the father to, to send Christ to the cross to be crucified because they know that he knew that it will bring about uh, his will and him being glorified and him bringing about redemption to them. He have chosen Hebrews. It talks about for the joy that was set before the cross. Right. He endured it. He endured it. Why? Because it will bring joy to the father. Right. It will bring joy, you know. 
know, seeing that, you know, he's fulfilling, right, the will of God. It is written of me to do thy will, oh God. Christ has stated. Um, so, yeah, he predestined us. He predestined us, right? We know him because he knew us. We love him because he first loved us. So we have to keep keep the word of God in the right perspective, right? And it's hard, like I said, because I'm subject to error, right? Me being, uh, you know, fleshly, I'm subject to error, but the word of God is not. Um, I'm subject to, you know, uh, misunderstandings, but the word of God is not, but we have the word of God in us. And there are some things that we won't be able to reconcile fully until Christ comes, right? Because we then will have a glorified body, which will be in perfection, meaning all imperfections will be desecrated, will be gone so that we can fully know God in his infinite wisdom, power, glory, majesty, because he operates in eternity. He's not bound by time, right? He's not bound by a date or years or any such thing as that because he's operating in eternity. Um, First Peter 1, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, the elect, elect, right? That's where we have the word select derived from. Elect, select, right? According, watch this, to, here goes that word again, the foreknowledge of God the Father, right? According to the foreknowledge. So everything God has done, right? Or everything we see God do in scripture was already done in the mind of God, Right. So when he created in the beginning, when he created the heavens, the heaven, as the Texas receptors say, the heaven, H-E-A-V-E-N, the heaven and the earth, it was already done in his mind. We just see the fulfillment of the word of God in motion. All right. So I don't want to try. I'm, 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 I'm trying to stay submitted to the spirit uh, when it comes to understanding uh, the word of God. So I just want to encourage everyone to to seek out the scriptures, right? I want to declare something similar uh, to what Joshua said. Um, As for me and my house, the standard of truth is going to be the word of God and the word of God only. Um, that's it, man. Um, we're going to keep going. So the Greek word, right? And it's important. It's important. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this boldly. It's important to understand the Greek words because the English words that we have today, 98%, I'm going to say 98% of them, when they are when they were translated from the Greek, the definition of the, the, the word was was or the the English words we have now I find a way to say it the English words we have now ninety eight percent of them deviate away from the original meaning in the Greek so the Greek word for forno is prognosco and it means to know beforehand as I stated earlier the Greek word for foreknowledge is prognosis or prognosis 
in Latin or whatever. Anyway, and it means a knowing beforehand. Predestination is to foreordain or determine an act or event, right? We see that all throughout Scripture, all throughout Scriptures. And as I stated in the last video, uh, when you read the Scriptures, read them as, as read, read them knowing that everything we see in Scripture from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation was supposed to happen. Now, like I said... An element of teaching is to give information, to give tips and pointers. Study uh, uh, Hebrew language, Greek language of the English words we have today because it will bring a richer meaning. I'm going to do a video on that uh, sooner or later. Just pray for me. Um, study, study that. Understand the language that was being used and how they defined terms and things to that nature. Um, and the Texas Receptus, if you can get a copy of it, I'll try to post a link in the, uh, in the, in the YouTube uh, section of this video, in the comment section of this video. But you have to get your hands on those things because when, when things are, are translated or transliterated, certain meanings are lost in translation. I'm quite sure we heard that term lost in translation. If I tell somebody, um, you know, um, what, what, what can I say? Um, I don't, if I can, if I tell one person, one thing, and that person go tell 10 other people because of human corruption, by time against to the 10th person, something is going to be misconstrued. Something is going to be mistranslated. Something is, is going to be left out, but that individual have to, has to have the will to reconcile what was what was said. So that's why I believe predestination is a hard thing to reconcile because we have this, uh, you know, theory of free will. Um, we have theories of you know um, that we can decide our eternal destiny and things to that nature. But I don't like I said I'm gonna do a video on that, uh, Lord willing. But uh, I want to keep going. I mean, the example uh, is a, a one of the, one of the greatest examples is Adam saying, right, and um, what what went on in the garden. See, we can't we can't look at that as if God did not know that was going to happen. Remember, He created uh, Lucifer, right? Isaiah talks about Lucifer being an angel that when he he had when he moved, he created. Uh, music, he he let off an eminent sound and glory, right? But God created him knowing what God wanted him to be created for. God didn't create Satan blindly, like I'm gonna create you and I'm gonna blind myself to what you're gonna turn into. Like no, like I said, it's hard to reconcile that because of uh, corruption and you know what we what we are and you know being humans but we cannot forget the attribute uh that God possesses which is foreknowledge he created lucifer knowing he was going to turn into an adversary of them who have uh, not changed their estate um so God saw that Adam would fall and as a result predestinated man's reconciliation through Jesus Christ. Remember, Christ is the second man, Adam, but from the heaven, from the Lord, right? From, from the heavens. Adam was from 
the dust. So the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ were predetermined also. So we have to remember that God saw all, everything that's going on now. God sees already. Right. So we have to keep in mind the attribute of God's foreknowledge and the will of God being manifested uh, right uh, in our in our face. Um, so let's go to first Peter first 18 to 20, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb with blemish and without spot, he indeed was foreordained. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times. See, it take time, right? To, for the for for us to know uh the will of God it it takes time right it takes time that's why Jesus told us you know not you know t- to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow have his evils of his own right he did tomorrow has evils of their own so we gotta remember when we read the scriptures remember God knew everything that was going to happen. He knew everything. He was predestined, predestined. God did not just, you know, you know, in 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 that moment, David was found, you know, tending uh, the sheep. No, God predestined him to be found. So when day before David was born, God created circumstances up until that point. To make sure he'd be in that exact spot doing what he doing the exact thing he was found doing when 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 it was time for him to become king. See, it wasn't time yet for him to become king. So that exact moment he became king, that was the exact time God foreordained, predestined to happen. All right. Mark 14. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrow, even to death. Stay here and watch. He went a little further and fell on the ground and prayed that if it if it were possible, this hour might pass from him. That's what the writer said. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. Right. So remember, the word predestinate is in the Greek word pro, pro orzo. Remember, like we have pro-life, you know, uh, pro-black or pro-white or pro-pro, yada, yada, this. And it means to previously mark out a boundary line, right? Decide beforehand, right? And if you, 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 you can compare that with foreknowledge, right? To refer to a determination made previous to its actual coming to pass. So all everything that we see in scripture, God predestined to happen. So everything in your life, child of God, that is going on currently, God predestined to happen. You are not where you are by chance or by a decision you made on your own power. See, every decision we make is based on the circumstances God has predestined to put us in predestined for us, right? You're not, if, if you're homeless, you're not homeless because of a decision you made. 
you homeless because God predestined you to be where you are. If you are wealthy or if you consider yourself wealthy with a lot of money in your bank account and you have the the prestige, God predestined that for you. Now, I want to I want to drop a nugget on you. Choice only comes watch this. Choice only comes after you have been given salvation. Before you knew God, you could only serve who? Yourself. You could only glorify Satan. You could only operate according to the world's standards. You may have had glimpse of something God was doing that you can confess on this side of faith. But it was not until you truly were born again that you were able to see and make choices that glorify him. Because now we can make choices that are detrimental to us. And we can also make choices that are a benefit to us. When we were in the world, we could only make choices that were detrimental to us. Read Ephesians chapter 1. When we were dead, or is that... um? Yeah, that is that's Ephesians chapter two. When we were dead in our trespasses and sins, we were dead. So how can we do anything to a to a, a, an alive God? We were dead, spiritually dead, right? And guess what? Watch this predestination. Watch this. He made us alive. So since he made us alive, that was already predetermined to happen, right? Because we have been made alive, that means we were already made alive in the mind of God. Only time, right? Time, due time. There's certain scriptures in the Bible that utter due in due time. It shall come to pass, meaning time, at the appointed time, right? Romans 11, 5 through 7. Even so then, at this present, here we go again, time. At this present time, there's a remnant according to the election of grace. And here he's talking about Israel, right? He's talking about Israel. And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer. What then? Israel has not obtained what it seeks, but the elect have obtained it and the rest were hardened. Why? Because all that was of Israel were not Israel. Research that on your own. Search the scriptures, 2 Timothy 2.10. Therefore, this is Paul talking to his son, Timothy. I endure all things for the sake of the elect. See, I want to clarify something. I stated something earlier about choice, about the choices we make concerning the lesser things, like what should I wear, you know, what shoes should I put on? 
you know, am I going to brush my teeth today? Am I not going to take a bath today? Or am I not? Yada, yada, this, all, you know, those things. But when it comes to the will of God, we don't have a choice because we can't change the will of God. We can't change the will of God. Now you're going to go in scripture and say, well, yada, yada, prayed and this happened. We have to remember, God put certain, he put the people in a circumstance to bow down to his will. That's why there was prayer made. Right? That's why there was prayer made because of the circumstances. Okay? Because of the circumstances. And remember, that lineage Jesus Christ had came through had to be corrupted so that he, because he was the righteousness of God, no one before him can be, right, the righteousness of God. But unto Abraham it was imputed unto him righteousness because of faith. Okay? So I hope that didn't, didn't confuse anyone. All right. So understanding the the depth of, you know, God's attribute of foreknowledge. God has perfect knowledge. He has perfect knowledge of every event, everything that went on in the past, everything that is currently going on right now and what's going to happen. Perfect knowledge, right? Perfect knowledge. He's omniscient. All knowing. Acts 2, 23, right? This is about uh, uh, Jesus Christ um, and the, 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 uh, uh, the preordainment of him being sent to the cross, right? Acts 2 and 23, him being delivered by the determined, the determined counsel and, here go the word again, foreknowledge of God. The determined counsel and foreknowledge of God. Okay. That means it was bound to happen. Before he even created creation, he already had a plan of redemption for creation and revelations. Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. For now, woe. All right, I need you to read that. Revelations 5 on out. I'm not saying 1 through 4, but if you really want to understand the depth of pre, uh, uh, pre, uh, predestination and foreknowledge. Revelations 5 and out. Even Revelations uh, 1 through 4 with the, the, the seven churches. Right? God knew all that. He knew everything before he even got to that point. He knew all of that. But I need you to research, beloved. Okay? So, I just wanted to get on here and share that with y'all. Uh, um, there's more information. There's more information. So, there will be a part three. Lord willing. Amen. So I love you all. Pray for me. Um.
in Jesus' name. Turbulence is the price you pay for flying high. So whenever you're flying high, you're going to have some bumpy areas. That's why I want to admonish you to don't give up, but hang in there.